We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The mother of a 10-year-old girl who brought a loaded gun to Armstrong Elementary School in South Suburban Richton Park yesterday says her daughter is suffering from mental issues. The details from WBBM's Mike Krauser. The girl managed to get her mother's gun from a lockbox and brought it to school and pulled it out in a classroom. Her mother, a corrections officer, spoke to CBS2. She said she's been trying to get help for her daughter. There are waiting lists. She says the girl has been hearing voices. And she said it whispered in her ear to shoot up the school. And that's when she went and found my gun. This student spoke with permission from her mother. She started to pull her gun out and then um, everybody started screaming and getting out their class. The teacher got the gun away from the girl. She was being evaluated in a hospital. Her mother has been charged with endangering the health and safety of a minor, a misdemeanor. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. A woman charged with hitting other women with a baseball bat on the northwest side is scheduled to appear in court today. A bond hearing is set for 26-year-old Denise Solorzano. She's accused in four of the six attacks that happened Sunday and Tuesday on the northwest side in the Irving Park and Albany Park neighborhoods. Victims say they were merely standing or walking when Solorzano got out of a white car with a baseball bat and allegedly began hitting the woman. There were eight women in all who reported being attacked, including a woman who was pushing her daughter in a stroller. The child was not hurt. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio, 1059, WBBM. Employees at the Museum of Science and Industry are moving closer to forming a union. Chicago is a union town. Kristen Jamerson works at the Museum of Science and Industry, where employees have filed union representation petitions with the National Labor Relations Board, triggering a union election in the coming weeks. If the 140 employees in the museum's guest experience, guest operations, and education departments do indeed unionize, it follows a pattern of workers at other Chicago museums also becoming union members. There are support from many of our leaders um, directly above us. Um, there's a lot of support within our community, too within Hyde Park. The Museum of Science and Industry released a statement which says in part that it respects the employee's right to make a decision on union representation. Terry Keschner, 105.9 WBBM. Illinois' leading Democrats are holding a fundraiser tonight to help cover the cost of next year's Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Crane's Chicago Business reports the event, featuring Governor Pritzker and Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson, is expected to draw as many as 75 donors and prospective donors. Sponsors hope the event will bring in between 80 and $100 million in commitments. Meanwhile, the rideshare company Uber wants legislation pending in Springfield to be killed. At issue is a measure that would put app-based rideshare companies on the same level with taxis concerning driver liability. With next year's Democratic convention in mind, Uber says the bill could lead to fewer drivers and higher costs for riders. The bill's sponsors say it's geared to ensuring greater passenger safety. Executives with NASCAR say they're doing what they can to make sure this summer's race through Grant Park disrupts Chicagoans' lives as little as possible. Members of the Chicago Park District Board gave final approval to the city's plan for the race yesterday. During the meeting, Grant Park Advisory Council President Leslie Recht says people in the area are concerned about the event. Lollapalooza has been a good partner with us, but 
NASCAR is new and people keep coming to us with concerns. Are people going to be bringing guns into the park? Where are people going to be parking? Crews will start closing streets in the area around the race on June 2nd, ahead of the race over the July 4th weekend. The Honor Flight program carried its 10,000th veteran to Washington, D.C. yesterday. 113 veterans took off from Midway Airport on the flight, which was originally scheduled last month but canceled because of bad weather. The program honors veterans from World War II, the Korean War, and the war in Vietnam. It takes them to the nation's capital, where they can visit the various memorials and be honored for their service. Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson is back in Chicago today and taking part in the first event tied to his inauguration set for Monday. That's a choir performance during an interfaith breakfast with community and religious leaders in the West Loop this morning. The mayor-elect spent the day in Washington yesterday meeting with congressional leaders and representatives from the city. He's set to be sworn in Monday during a ceremony at the Credit Union One Arena on the UIC campus. We'll have complete coverage of Brandon Johnson as inauguration as mayor all day Monday right here on News Radio WBBM. A 14-year-old boy is charged with murder in the shooting death of a man earlier this week. The boy, whose name is not being released, is accused in the death of a man following an argument Tuesday along the 2100 block of East 71st Street. The victim's name is also not yet being released. Mayor Lightfoot has released a, issued an executive order on environmental equity. Even as her time in office winds down, Mayor Lightfoot issued an extensive executive order she says will move the city more towards environmental justice for all Chicagoans. The order requires that the city consider the impact of its operations on the environment and it would establish better procedures for getting community input on environmental decisions. In a statement, the mayor says there were years of work to go, but the city is laying the groundwork for remedying the harms of pollution on the communities most impacted. It was a busy day for the outgoing mayor. She also named a new Veterans Affairs Director for the city. Come Monday, Brandon Johnson will be making such decisions. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, News Radio 1059 WBBM. People who are working or have worked as firefighters in Indiana may soon have an opportunity to be tested to determine if they've been exposed to potential, potential cancer causing chemicals in some firefighting equipment. The Daily Herald reports a new state law will create a pilot program to test up to a thousand firefighters for so-called PFAs, also known as forever chemicals. The testing will be free. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.